following podcast is presented by Secret Room Multimedia. in the fair point i'm craig lewis and there's a little bit of sour news to start this off uh unfortunately nathan has left fair point podcasts it was just a little too much for him uh he had to leave he has a lot on his plate so unfortunately we will be without nathan for the remainder of fair point but this isn't just going to be the craig show now uh, we do need a co-host i'm just not that talented Meet the new co-host of Fairpoint Podcasts, my cousin Vinny, or just Vinny. Hey, what's going on over here, guys? Yes, that's him. Everybody out there in podcast land, how's it going? You're yeah. all looking swell tonight. Craig, I gotta say, your beard's nice and trimmed. It's it's looking great. You, you, you're you looking swell. You're doing good for yourself. Oh, Craig. thanks. You're very, you know, you're very you optimistic guy. This you, is you why I like you. I mean. Oh, I thank you. Thank you. I, I think so myself. Uh, you, sir, you are just a pleasure to be around. Ah, you're too much. Yes. So, fair point, huh? Man, I got to say, I was pretty down about Nathan not being here anymore, but, you, you know, I, I, you, I really like you. You... You are I'm a good a guy. guy, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's two likable guys. It's, to be honest, I just try to do right by me, by my friends, and by any old schmuck I see on the street. And that's why anybody who's anybody will um, be listening to this from now on. Unless you leave us a one-star rating or review, I'll break your fucking legs. Easy, easy, Vinny, easy. They haven't <laughs> done it yet. And I'm Nathan Kapiser. What, what, what? <laughs> you said you were leaving. <laughs> you told me. Hey, Craig. Hey, Craig, guess what? What? Episode 30. Episode 30. Oh, she shall. Yes, our episodes are officially older than me. <laughs> I got, it's so hard to judge. Like People are like, how long have you been doing the podcast for? And I kind of want to say about a year and a half, because we did, our first episode was spring or summer 2012. Yeah. But um, at the same time, we, we, we kind of did like five episodes and then had like a 12-month gap. Huge breakdown. nine-month gap or something. So it doesn't feel right saying it's a year and a half old, so I don't fucking know. I consider our start date from when we relaunched. Yeah, really. Like that's the only really, way I can look at it. That's when you now. should be listening from. If you're if you're just now tuning into like the newest episode or something, or maybe you're like a, uh, or maybe you're like a, a big holiday geek and you stumbled upon this, and now you're you're thinking about checking out some of the other episodes. Do yourself a service and don't just be like, I'm gonna start from episode one. 
they suck. Well, I mean, well, they're okay. There's some good shit there. Just there listen to there, those but... later after yeah, yeah, yeah. you listen to our other good Look at stuff. Some of the later episodes. Find a topic you like and check hey, that. Hey, Guy one Fox, out. I hear that was a pretty good one. Yeah, and w- once you've heard a few of them, then you can go start checking. It got rave reviews from TMZ. But yeah, we made it to episode thirty. So here we are pushing thirty. Uh, Craig, yes. holy fuck. Did you you worked Black Friday, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, you work at a fucking restaurant. I had an I had an easy one. It's a restaurant that's you're right across not the street from part, the mall, though, right? Well, I'm in the uh, my employee parking lot is the tail end of the mall parking lot. Okay. So like it shares a service road. You go to the mall. You go in to go to the mall is how you get to my restaurant. But uh, people weren't really trying to go in there Black Friday. Well, I mean, no, they were. I mean, it's usually crazy town, but. This year was a little different. It was busy up until about one thirty, and then it just dropped off. And you're talking during the day, right? Black yeah. Friday. Lunch. Okay. Yeah. Around normal lunchtime, you know, probably. I mean, if you think about it, these people have now been shopping since, you know, if you went to Kmart 6 a.m. on Thanksgiving, or <laughs> if you were at most malls that open up, you know, at 8 p.m., uh, so you've been shopping literally all night. Yeah, that was a new thing this year. The mall opening up at eight instead of midnight. Literally 8 PM, all night. Like I, as regular listeners may be aware, work two jobs in a mall, a very big and prominent mall, and uh, big mall in the area. Oh, geez. I fucking... see. That's another thing. My restaurant is like the second big mall, which yeah. is not big anymore. I had to work twenty hours, sir. That sucks. I worked no. about five. Granted, I'm counting starting at 7.30 p.m. Thanksgiving. Clear through that night. Got to go home, sleep a little bit, come back at 8 a.m. and work till 11 p.m. God damn it. Serving all the sheeple everywhere. Well, not everywhere. There. At those two particular I guess, locations. I uh, guess in this situation, I would be giving thanks this year that I had all of Thanksgiving off and I worked for five hours from 11.30 to... I'm still four thirty, <laughs> you know, on Black Friday, and that's that was my day. It I wasn't that Thanksgiving difficult. is debted to me, dude. If I truly do love working in retail, and I'm going to continue doing so for a long amount of time, this is probably going to be the norm for you, isn't it? I'm, Thanksgiving's debted, dude. I don't get a Thanksgiving. I get to go see my family, eat a little bit of food. Yeah, oh man, and then go to work. I feel bad for everybody that has to. Yeah, it's I, I got my football. It's. It's honestly because I'm normally working on Sundays, so it's literally the one day I get a full day of football to watch. I mean, it is what it is to me. I'm I'm not the biggest Thanksgiving person. I still do get to go see my family, which is the most important part to me, not the meal. And uh, well, to to most people, I'm not trying to be that guy. But y- you know, I'm I'm maybe right. a little less interested in the meal than a lot of people. I don't eat meat, and I you know, but it's just the fucking twenty hours in one day. Dealing with thousands of unruly customers that that couldn't fathom the fact that other people had the same idea to go shopping on that day. On the one day they decided to go shopping. What? Really? Other people? What the fuck? How dare they? How dare they try to get the deals from them? Yeah, just figures. The one day I decide to go shopping, the malls just happens to be the second biggest day of the year. So it has been two weeks since we've heard from you guys, or since you guys have heard from us. Yeah. Uh, we hope everyone had a nice, pleasant Thanksgiving. Did we... I, I can't remember. Did we wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving? Well, that's what we're doing right now. 
okay. It wasn't Thanksgiving then. <clears throat> well, but it was like, what, the day before Thanksgiving? All right, I guess you're right. It, it would make more sense to have wished them a Thanksgiving. Because now we're kind of late, you know, <laughs> but we did a little something special for you guys. Yeah, we set up mics and recorded our Thanksgiving dinner. Right so, here at the secret room. Yes. We've cut it down, and uh, we've got this clip prepared for you. A uh, little extra bonus. Again, since we're bi-weekly, we figured we'd do a little something extra for you in this episode, too. And so there you have it. The first Thanksgiving. Well, not the first. The first secret room Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, the first secret room Thanksgiving. So by the time I shoot all the pigeons off the table, it wasn't even the sister on the phone anyway. Freddy Krueger got a salad fork. He's not going to eat. All right, everybody. We're all seated. We're all here. Let's settle down so we can say some grace and eat this fucking bird. Anybody want to take the honors? I'd love to. No, not Freddy. Anybody else other than Freddy Krueger want to take the honors? As long as I can still carve the bird. <laughs> I say grace every year. I'm tired of that shit. It would be my pleasure. All right. Well, take the reins, Elmist. Let's do this. We are gathered here today to give thanks to me, the Elmist. Oh, really? Technical foul. I am an all-powerful deity-like being. The lives of mortals akin to specks of dust in my eyes. But I'm always saving you assholes anyway. I think it's about time we thank the elements for it. Hey, how about a proper Catholic grace, you bastard? Dick move, Elemis. Dick move. I'm just saying. That was no grace. That was a disgrace. Ah, jeez. In Bosnian John Travoltalan, we make grace to Bosnian Mr. Carter. Uh, I thought you were from Bosnia. No, Beetlesock. I am not Bosnian. That is just my name. I am from Bosnian John Travoltalan. All Bosnian John Travoltas come from Bosnia John Travoltalan. Am I late? We haven't made prayer to Mr. Carter yet, have we? Brother, thank you for to joining us. Everybody, this is my brother, Bosnian Chantrovolta. Dude, I'm hungry. Can we just get on with this? All right, all right. All praise be to J.R. Bob Dobbs and his eternal slack. Now can we get on with it? Uh, thanks, Beetlejuice. Ah, ah, ah. Easy with a B word, pal. Oh, he's not your pal, buddy. I'm not your buddy guy. I'm not your guy. My name's John Johnson. I shot and killed this turkey with bare hands. I get extra serving. Why, that's not fair. I killed a turkey too. Blew him right up, I did. You lie. You cannot blow up anything. Who hunts turkey with dynamite? Look, everybody gets equal servings, and that's that. That how they do things in Bosnian John Travolta land, is it? Yes, men who kill bird eat more. Hey. Uh, greetings. Hello. Hey. Hello. Sorry we're uh sorry we're late. Hey, how's everybody doing? Barack, yes, I was hoping you'd still make it. Protestant socialist bastard. Uh, uh I am sorry that we're uh that we're late. 
Day of tacos. I am also likewise sorry that we're not going to be able to stick hey, around too long. Do you got tacos? Grindhouse Abraham do you, do you Lincoln tacos? is having our people over for football, and do, I promised them I'd make an appearance. But they don't have tacos. No tacos. I'm blowing this. Uh, but I, I had to make an appearance to drop off Michelle's lovely Jello mold. It jiggles. It's, it's fashioned in the shape of Slimer. It's ecto cooler flavor. And, oh, uh, you shouldn't have. And uh, just to stop by and uh, pardon this this that's, turkey, that's, I uh, I give this turkey the official presidential wait, the official the wait, official it's already what the official no, you know, no, come on I, I am the, um, the president it's I'll ask you to stop, to stop yelling at me you know I'm uh, bastard I, I this isn't the type of change uh, I'm gonna we pardon this promised. turkey this turkey is officially pardoned uh, no one's gonna be eating this I'm just gonna take take this turkey and uh, bring it to safer safer pastures. Are we gonna go bring him to the, to the farm and live with Bucky? Uh, yes, yes, George. That's exactly where this turkey's going. I, I bid you yeah, all uh, happy Thanksgiving and uh, be safe out there, Black Friday. I, 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 I gotta get out of here. I gotta get to Kmart. Later, skid marks. Man, fuck this. I gotta uh, go to work anyway. So, speaking of the holiday season being upon us, which it very much is, especially here in this episode. I treated myself to an early holiday gift, ordered a few books online. Oh, yeah? You got yourself your own personal Nathan Kapiser Christmas gift already? Yeah. Christmas gift to you? To and from. To See, and from. I'm glad you said that because... I mean, it cost me less everybody, than $15. Everybody out there, we all know. You know, for some reason, it's like, I do it too. I'm guilty of it too. You go out and you buy the gifts for everybody, and then you're just like, you know what? I earned a gift for myself. I can't go and do all this shopping and not get at least one little thing for myself. <laughs> and this is, I mean, I buy used books all the time, but I haven't done it in a while. So I ordered three books for myself. Got them all for less than 15 bucks, including That's free a bargain. shipping. Yeah, and they showed up today! And my roommate was cool enough to actually bring them to me while I was at work. We Granted, we both work in the mall, but... Woot, yeah! Woot. I ordered myself The Graveyard Book by Neil Gaiman. Oh, which, yeah. Which, this is interesting, Craig. It's actually loosely based on, inspired by the Jungle Books. Interesting. But the idea is not that a child was lost and found in a jungle and raised by animals, but that was lost and found in a cemetery and raised by ghosts and spirits really? and shit. Really? Neil Gaiman, that's the guy that did Sandman, isn't it? Yes, and American Gods, one of my all-time favorite gods. books. You always keep talking about American Gods. American well, I'm actually gods, rereading it right now, and I, I'm like, fuck, I want to read these books, but i got to finish American Gods, even though I already know well, it's going to you've already happen. read it. You can just move on. Oh, it's so good. And then I also got Coyote Blue by Christopher Moore, who we've talked about on the podcast before. We have. Uh, that has a lot to do with the coyote trickster god of the Native Americans, and that's really all I know, but I'm... He's one of my favorite deities or mythological creatures. Interesting. Characters. The coyote trickster demon. He's not a demon. Oh, God. It says demon on the cover here. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I, the, the Native no, Americans no, I just, didn't have not, gods and it demons. Was, it, it says a novel by the author of Practical Demon Keeping. Oh, yeah. That, okay, that's, so, yeah, nothing. Not even so related. So, it actually doesn't Not even related. All. Yeah. There's Craig just being dumb again. And the third book, The Batman novel that was recently published Wayne Batman. of Gotham what of Gotham Wayne of Gotham Wayne of Gotham you can't read the title I just handed you these books I'm not honestly to be honest I'm not even looking at them anymore <laughs> I thought you were gonna say to be honest I'm not even literate 
That's why I do podcasts. I always wanted to get into journalism, but... I can't read. I'm sorry. But I'm really looking forward to those. I hope uh, Wayne of Gotham, it has a lot to do with Bruce and his father, and I'm really looking forward to getting some of that, but I hope there's a good amount of Batman in there, and it's not 50% yeah. about Thomas Wayne, you know? It'll probably be more like 70% Thomas Wayne. Fuck. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Anything under 50% Thomas Wayne, I'm good. 48% Thomas Wayne, we're cool. 30% Alfred. Oh, that's cool, too. Which Alfred, though? Dick Grayson. No, 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 no. Tim Drake. Yeah, let's be real. Tim Drake. He was the best Alfred. Speaking of Batman. Is he here? He is. Come on out. Boo. And then, like, it's like a Maury crowd, and they're like, kick him to the curb. <laughs> Somebody make him take the test. He can't support your baby. I bet you. I bet you he's poor as fuck under that mask. Well, now how would he get the funds to use all his high-tech gadgetry? Maury, Maury, I think she needs to kick him to the curb. Yeah. What does a lot of tech test Maury's say? like, don't cheer that. That's literally the exact same thing the last person I just talked to said. Maury, Maury, Maury. <laughs> what if Maury Povich and Jerry Springer did the fusion dance and became Maury Springer? That would be one sad, sad human being. Where the fuck were we? <laughs> uh, have you read any of the Zero Year of Batman? It's, I it's have. The, the yeah. arc that's I'm, going on. I, I might be current. It's the if, arc that's going on now, the the year one, basically, of the new 52, which is the new rebooted DC universe. Yeah, I might be current, but I also might be a issue off. I also might not. It's <laughs> if, a 50-50. Yeah, well, all I'm saying is the last one I got is 24. I don't know if, it's tw- if 25 is out yet. They're now turning Zero Year into a multi-title event. They're covering all the other Batman characters there, too. Oh, really? Yeah, we get to see the new 52 origins of some other characters, including one of my personal favorites, Catwoman, one of my all-time favorite characters. Selena Kyle? So happy that we finally get a modern continuity where Selena Kyle is not a fucking prostitute. Because God bless year (laughs) one, I love it, it's one of my favorite Batman stories, but I do not like that at all. You think it diminishes the character? It's like, let's bit. be edgy. Let's make her a prostitute because it's well, gritty. And... Seriously, that's just Frank Miller being Frank Miller. Yeah, exactly. And everything else in year one is great, dude. Because Batman is gritty. Batman is edgy. Of course there should be a modicum of well, that there. Let me let me give you a theory Selena Kyle here fuck on for Frank money. Miller because he was like, everybody raved about year one, right? And he was like, it must be. You know what? You know what did it? It must have been the fact that I made Selena Kyle a prostitute. So now everything is going to be over-the-border sexist from here on out, and I'm just going to start ruining shit. That's where Frank Miller snapped. Yeah. Who knows, though? Who knows? It's bullshit, though. It's a theory. Selena Kyle doesn't fuck for money. Although, although I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she, she do always be fucking with Bruce Wayne. Yeah, she does. That's, that's true. Nathan, speaking of Frank Miller... Here we go. Okay, so everybody knows about the new Sin City movie, A Dame to Kill For, that's coming out next summer. Or this coming summer. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, there has been talks with the Weinstein Company, specifically Bob, 
uh, he was interviewed and he said he's in the works to develop a Sin City television series that comes after Dame to Kill 4. Who knows? Maybe they might do that because it'll be cheaper than continuing movies to use the Sin City stories. Interesting. Yeah, like... I don't know if I'm on board. I think I'd be on board if it was a Showtime or HBO show. Exactly what I was about to say. Hey, Craig, trivia time. What was the first HBO original program? Oh, that's not fair because I read the answer on your Facebook news feed. Fuck! I posted it on Facebook and I was legitimately like, I'm not going to tell Craig so I can bring it up and on But the to be honest, I will let think. you know. I will let you know that I was shocked to see the answer because I thought that was a Disney show. <laughs> well, okay. It's no, it's Fraggle Rock. Yeah, Fraggle Rock. Of course, it's not down to Disney. Fraggle Rock. It's, it's it was a Jim Henson company. Well, I it, guess Disney it played owns, on Disney. Disney owns Muppets now. When, um, but they I guess didn't used to in the nineties. They played that sh- that show on Disney. Okay, yeah, I remember watching it on Disney Free Weekends. So yeah, Fraggle Rock was the first HBO original program. Not True so Blood. Not Oz. Not I asked, True Blood. I asked my friend, and he's like, "Really? True Blood came before Sopranos." First. I asked uh, True Blood. If anybody thought that was the first <laughs> HBO program, Game of Thrones, <laughs> American Gods. You're dead to it's me. Not even out yet. <laughs> it hasn't even started yet. I told my friend this, and he was thinking about it, and I can't remember the exact words he used, but he said something like the Man Rape Show, and I was like, Was Is he that meaning Oz? Oz? <laughs> He's he like, Yeah, Oz. yeah, Oz. And I was like, not the prison drama, the man rape show, because that's, that's <laughs> well, that's all anybody ever took away from that show. There's so much rape, or prison for that matter. <laughs> you know what sucks? There's, you know how sometimes people like write to like authors, and they're like, dude, your book got me, th- your books got me through prison and shit. Yeah. There's no way that'll happen with us. They don't allow them to have iPods. They can have a PlayStation Three, but not an iPod. They can have a PlayStation Three in prison. Yeah, in the uh, in your cell, not in the cells, but in like the rec room. Yeah. Well, that's different. They have time to play. I'm sure they have a radio in the rec room. I'm sure they've updated from a radio to an MP3 how do you think, player. How do you think they all get so good at Call of Duty? <laughs> they updated to an MP3 player, but I doubt that the prisoners get to choose the music. So all day, it's just, uh, someday somebody's going to make you want to turn around and say goodbye. Say goodbye. Uh, make me cry. Poor. But you don't. But you don't. You don't change <laughs> Hold on. Just one, Hold more, day. one more day. I didn't even think of that aspect. And the prisoners are like, no, it's not one more day. It's about 772 more days. But um, it's cool. Correction. I don't know how many days life is. I on my wall. I don't know how many days life is. So. <laughs> I don't know, but they one added. One more if I'm fucking lucky. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? They, they added 10 more years to my life sentence because I stabbed one of the guards okay going back to movies there's more rumor mill talks uh, apparently sony has registered the domain names lastofusmovie.com oh. and dot net so lots of lots of sparks flying Animorphs around and last of us websites have been purchased by sony lots of rumors going on interesting that's yeah i mean that's like way pre 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 Production bullshit. Well, just keep a keep your ear to the ground and and don't be surprised if it happens because you know we told you we told you they bought the domain name 
don't. It's the first step. Don't literally keep your ear to the ground, though. That's a bad idea. You won't get shit accomplished during your day. You can listen for the buffalo. And your ear will probably be really dirty. Yeah, but on the plus side, you will know if there are any buffalo within a thirty-mile radius. I tell you what, it's been working like a charm for me the last twenty-nine years. Two new Minneapolis albums were released in the last couple weeks. Specifically Minneapolis albums? The band Minneapolis? No, 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 no. Albums from Minneapolis. Okay, because I was about to say, I've never heard of them. Minneapolis and Toronto are the places where the best music comes from. Or rather, my favorite music. I don't know. Uh, Are you okay? (laughs) You seem sheepish for saying that. A new Polisa album, which is kind of electro indie pop. Really good. Oh, the police. I love Sting. (laughs) No, no, no. Not the police. Oh. Roxy! No, you're going to get us sued again. (laughs) Hey, hey, I'm not touching any children. (laughs) No, police is pretty cool. Electro indie pop. Really good female vocals. It's it's pretty good. I've only listened to it a couple times, and I've listened to the first one. Electro indie pop. If not over 100. And the second one. A remix album of Minnesota rapper P.O.S.'s album, We Don't Even Live Here, which is his most recent album. He remixed it? Uh, Marijuana Death Squads, who we've talked about before, actually remixed it. Oh, interesting. And something about remix albums, I love when people do it when they remix an entire album, but at the same time, they always suck. Well, the P.O.S. album, the remix album is really good. I enjoy the hell out of it. It's pretty awesome. Check out the original if you haven't heard of the original. We don't even live here. P.O.S. Breaking news. Looking through obituaries. Unfortunately, I know we all make jokes. I personally do not like this man as an actor. uh, But still no ill will towards him or his family. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. The guy from the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, yeah. The... The, the the bald guy that was Riddick, right? No, I'm sorry. No. All right, yeah, let's not make. I'm not making jokes. Yeah, we'll just ball, we'll just we'll keep this short and sweet. Cause a lot of people loved him. Uh, wasn't any of my favorite guys, but I didn't have a serious problem against him as a lot of people did. Interestingly enough, the day before he died, a death hoax about Paul Walker dying circulated around the internet. What? Yeah, that's just no way, and it legitimately circulated before he was dead. Yeah, was it, well, it circulated dead. on Friday. He died on Saturday. And he didn't get in the accident on Friday and then die Saturday? No, it was Saturday night. Oh, my God, dude. So he didn't, like, something didn't happen Friday and then he died from it Saturday? Uh, no, he actually got into a car accident Saturday night. What? Single car accident. Well, the irony. Leading to, yeah, you know, racing jokes that are probably still in poor taste at this moment. but Too soon, too furious. Yeah, too soon. Well, I guess looking at some more obituaries, that wasn't the only hit-and-run accident that left somebody beloved passed away. Don't you say it. Recently, Family Guy announced that they were going to kill off one of their major characters. They had to be like Simpsons. Exactly, which kind of pissed me off. They're like, what? Simpsons, they just had to beat Simpsons to the punch. But you know what? Simpsons declared it first. Yeah. So they technically did it first. It's not Simpsons did it. Simpsons is going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it first. Simpsons was going to do it. So I did think that it would be funny if uh, the person who died was Meg and nobody cared. Right. Or if it was just like a regular episode and at the end, like Meg just gets just hit by a bus. Kind of like a Kenny thing. And Peter's like, ah, whatever. 
And then Meg's just gone for the rest of the series. I thought that'd be kind of funny. I'm not a big Family Guy fan. When I heard this was going to happen, I was like, I got to watch the episode. I got to see. I got to know. So they got me. That's exactly the point. But And it was my favorite character. They killed Brian. Really? That Brian Griffin was your the favorite bastards. character? Oh, yeah, dude. Brian Griffin's always been my favorite since the show premiered. Stewie's always been my favorite. Yeah. I mean, I love Stewie when the show first Which came out. Which is interesting because Stewie him. and Brian are best friends, and you're Brian, and I'm, you know, that's just, uh, I find that interesting. They, that would be a good podcast. I can't do a Stewie. <laughs> Can you do a Brian? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I could do a Stewie. No, that doesn't work. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Brian. Nah, Stewie, you, you, you grew up. <laughs> Here's what I you, you saw the episode, Craig? Yes, I did. It felt forced. It didn't like it felt like they were trying to make it heartwarming and touching. Yeah. And it felt like it was just being forced and I didn't actually find it heartwarming and touching. Um I mean for comparison, the episode where Kenny died for good, I know he's back now, but Kenny died for like over a season, you know? And in the last episode there was no inkling. They didn't say this was the last episode you'll see Kenny in. Yeah. That episode was genuinely touching. And I went into that knowing full well that the character was probably going to be back in the next episode. Well, I'll be honest. I didn't hear about Brian dying. I just watched that week's and saw that he died. And I was like, what the fuck? You didn't even hear that they were going to kill off no. a major character? No, I did no. not. I heard it like a day or two before it aired. It was. I was just like, wait, what? Like, it just happened. The The, the way it happened seemed really forced. And I was like... Was Stewie trying to kill him? Like, did Stewie know? It almost seemed like Stewie knew because he just randomly was like, I got to get something. Brian, no. Oh, and the the whole plot with it, though, like, it seemed like a one episode plot. There's some new guy to replace the old guy. And the one dude is like, no, I don't like him. And everyone else is like, come on. He's really cool. He's a really good guy. But the one dude's just like hesitant to like him because he was replacing his friend. And then then at the end, they learn a lesson. How are you going to hold that up for the rest of the series? We didn't even go through. No, they're story. just friends again. Yeah, we didn't even like talk about this. They they went and got a new dog, and his name is Vinny, and he's voiced by what is his name Tony Sirico or something from yeah the yeah Polly Walnuts from Sopranos yeah Polly Walnuts. Oh, it's not gonna hold up. It's not gonna hold up. Honestly, like the character is funny for like you said, yeah one one episode thing. Like in an older episode, they got a new dog. Which Stewie killed by the end of the episode. <laughs> and that was funny. You know, I could deal with that in a short burst. But this isn't the type of character I see being with that family, you know, episode I, in the, and episode yeah, the out. Writers, the writers are going to be like, I'm sure at first they're like, oh, that's a funny idea. And then they're going to just be forced to write jokes for this character that's just that there. Like the, the writers will be like having all these good ideas for good jokes with these characters that they all know. And that just naturally come because they've been writing these characters for so long. And they'll be like, well, wait, we got to write some jokes for Vinny, too. What's Vinny doing in this episode? And, like, it's just going to be a, a strain on the writers, a distraction. That's right. The right and word, it's a completely different to the writers. character. Like, the character type is so different from the rest of the family. I mean, it's almost like you're putting a Boston and a New Jersey person together, you know, try to expect them to mesh well. Yeah, and it's not the odd couple. And- Everyone loves him. How is that arc going to last the whole series? Right? Like, oh, he's just a nice guy. So, but if just they a just real bring nice Brian guy. back, though, which is like they shouldn't have got rid of Brian. He was awesome, and this dog isn't a good idea, and it's not going to last. Honestly, but like, I think they, they will. Just, but if they do that, they're just fucking marveling us. 
not marveling as in I'm actually marveled by it, but like Marvel does that shit all the time. Every couple of years, it's time Just to kill off a character and bring him back seven months later. Well, I don't. Like, I don't think it's going to make it that long. No, dude. Human Torch fucking died. I don't even like Fantastic Four. I picked up the issue with his funeral. There was not one word in the entire comic. It was all art, and it was one of the most moving Marvel comics I'd ever seen. It was awesome, dude. It was awesome. And then seven months later, oh. Human Torch didn't die. He was actually just lost in a different galaxy. And Spider-Man just found him and saved him. Yeah, thank you. You just undermined all the significance of that. And not only that, but you played us. You played us for fools. You were like, yo, guys, you like our shit, right? We're going to kill a beloved character. And it's going to have ramifications. And we're going to progress the story. And they're like, no, we're not. Because it's easier to just bring him back. Uh, Yeah, honestly... I think he's going to be back by the end of the season. Season finale, mark my words. We're going to have Brian Griffin back. Stewie's going to rebuild the time machine. Well, there is some evidence to support that. I don't remember who, but some celebrity was supposed to do a guest voice, and they leaked the summary of the episode, and it had to do with Brian, and the episode hasn't aired yet. So that's interesting. Ah. Although See, I was thinking, like, you know, change. like they make a big thing for the season finale. He rebuilds the time machine, gets Brian back. Well, I guess the finale is a Christmas episode, and the summary is that Stewie is, Stewie's trying to get the one thing that he wants back for Christmas. Or, you know, fuck it, in the next two episodes. No, I'm saying that, no, that's actually, that's legit. That yeah, so, That's another part of what yeah, people so are Yeah, so fuck it, yeah. Brian's going to be gone, Brian's only going to be gone for a couple episodes. But that's bullshit, then. Like, I would love to see Brian back as much as the next guy, but that's bullshit. Well, I think that's what they're they're doing that all over the place. Like, I feel like I really hope not, but I then feel like just air the episode. Don't the comics you, Batman and Robin. I feel like they might be on the verge of, of it might be a possibility that Damien's going to come. back. Oh, yeah. But to be fair, Grant Morrison, I mean, he knew they're going to bring him back. But Grant Morrison wrote it to end his story. It wasn't it wasn't and. Like, and Grant Morrison a moved on. Start, huh? And Grant Morrison moved on. And they didn't just go. So he's Someone not going to be. Someone in Batman is going to die. You know what I mean? Like it just happened. Yeah. They they built that up. Someone in the Fantastic Four is going to die. They're dead, and the Fantastic Four is only three people now. That's a big deal to build that up, and then like seven, six, seven months later, be like, no, April Fools. Is bullshit. <laughs> and for Family Guy to be like, we're killing off a major character. And then bring them right back. If, you, if you're just going to bring them right back, surprise us and shock us by killing them off and not bringing them back the next episode. And not bringing them back the next episode. Well, they did And it. then eventually bringing them back. Don't, don't hype it up by telling us you you're getting rid this, of one of them. But they already did that with Stewie Kills Lois. And then Lois Kills Stewie. No, nah, I didn't know any of that. That lasted like multiple episodes? It was just two episodes, back to back. Stewie killed Lois by the end of the first episode. Oh, maybe I did see that. But and then no. the following episode, he... It's not exactly what I'm saying. No, and then by the following episode, turns out Lois didn't die. Stewie ends up becoming ruler of the world. Uh, and then Lois eventually kills Stewie. And then it's just all a simulation. But that was a two-episode arc. This is going to be more than two episodes. That was like in one episode, some cliffhanger happens. And then in the second episode, Who it's knows? Resolved. Maybe it's going to be this next one. It might take a couple week break for the holidays. It's bullshit, man. Now, this is how I would handle it. Let's say they Dan Harmoned me. Not exactly. But let's say they right came the to me and they were like, we broke this series. We're giving it to you. We shouldn't have killed Brian, but we don't know what the fuck to do. Please fix it. And they gave it to me. And I'm like, fuck, you backed me into a corner. Here's what I'd do. 
Brian would still have a prominent role in the series because each episode is 90% flashback. Fair enough. I'd keep Vinny because you've Just already use him in the cutaways. It. Use him in the and, cutaway gags. Yeah. There's, and honestly, there's no logical reason why Brian shouldn't be in the cutaway gags. A, He's Seth MacFarlane does his voice, so it's not like the voice actor needs to come collect a paycheck for one scene. He's already right. doing Peter's voice. He's already doing many voices. Yeah. And B, flashbacks happen in the past. Like, if in the next episode all their flashbacks involve Vinny, it's going to be like, how much shit did you guys do in a week, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, remember that time we were young, Peter? <laughs> like, come on. Hey, Vinny. I mean, I respect the idea. I respect the angle, but it was not executed well. It just reeks of being forced. I can see that. Um, even if they do decide to keep Brian dead, I don't see Vinny being a long-term character. Like, I thought maybe, you know, it would turn out Vinny's really not this great guy we thought he was, and they end up getting a new dog. Right, that could be another angle. I mean, and it's like, I mean, I like Scarlet Spider. Granted, that Clone Saga and Spider-Man was shit, but as a kid, I ate that shit up. I was like, oh shit, there's a new Spider-Man, and he's pretty cool. Ben Riley and shit. You know, I, I still do. I like Scarlet Spider. So I get it. I kind of like that idea of, like... Having a new one? Yeah, and I mean, I, I loved Kenny. He was my favorite character, but when they replaced him with Butters, I was like, I like this. I mean... That wasn't executed as well as it could have been for such a great character Butter was. The season was a little underwhelming. Yeah. But I liked it. I was like, that's cool. It's fresh. We got a new fourth kid. It's new. It's, I don't know. But no. Doesn't work as well with Family Guy. Or at least it didn't work as well with Family Guy. <laughs> Just the fact, the holiday season refers collectively to various December holidays from different religions and traditions, all taking place around the winter solstice. Ah, funny you should mention winter solstice. Yeah, if you don't know what the winter solstice is, it's also known as midwinter. It's basically the exact moment. It's not actually a day. It is one single moment. Within a day. Yeah, it takes place on a specific day. Uh, either December 21st or 22nd. And it's the exact moment that the sun appears at noon at its lowest altitude above the horizon. So that makes it the longest night or the shortest day. Of the and year. three days later, Jesus Christ was born. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ probably wasn't actually born on December 25th. Uh, here we go again. It's more like March or April, wasn't it? I don't know. I think that is the I think I read leading that. theory. Yeah. Uh, the winter solstice, though, has been observed since like the Stone Age. There's all sorts of evidence that people have been celebrating and recognizing the winter solstice for many, many. Yeah, years. I mean, those are when the massive changes happen, like winter and summer solstice. You know, is when the big temperature changes. Yeah. Occur. So of course that makes sense. It always seems to have to do with death and rebirth. It's about the death and the rebirth of the sun. 
right is the root of it all you know a lot of mythology centers around the sun like becoming weaker and dying off and then being reborn in the spring yeah which you may recognize of course as uh in christian holidays as being christmas and easter Ah. the sun died and the sun was reborn different sun exactly but interesting nonetheless i never put those two together (laughs) interesting uh, a lot of winter holiday traditions come from older traditions relating to this, where they would generate light and fire as a ritual, like as a means to help the sun through the winter. And to keep from freezing. Uh, yeah, and to keep from freezing. <laughs> so, you know, they'd start fires and light candles. I mean, you could, you could say you're doing it for whatever reason you want, tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to help the sun. Cold? You haven't seen cold yet. So let me just light this wick and ah, no, 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 no. I'll go to slow burning much. Uh, Poseidon was honored during the winter solstice in ancient Greece. There's a festival actually for Demeter and Dionysus, other Greek gods, known as Halloea, if I'm pronouncing that right. Halloea, I don't know. Halloea. Halloea. I'm going to go with Halloea. Halloea. Poseidon's also honored during Halloea. And there's a tradition during this holiday where women would seclude themselves with wine and food, which uh, would include cakes baked into the shape of sex organs. Ah, two of my favorite things combined. (laughs) Sex organs and cakes. This is a bachelorette party. They they generally don't go well together, speaking from experience. but This this is a bachelorette party. They just got penis cakes. Uh, And quote-unquote, they would exchange scurrilous banter and are teased with suggestions of promiscuity whispered in their ears by the priestesses. Oh, Oh, whisper some more. Uh, While the women are gone for the night, because they go for the whole night to be with themselves, uh, the men all have bonfires together and whatnot. Probably get drunk. I don't know. Watch some football, tear down some drywall. (laughs) Oh, so that was the first game of football I ever drywall we gotta get this down (laughs) it's a perfect time we got the fire going got a couple of beers in me apparently everyone in ancient rome was either like (laughs) was either british or uh from boston maybe i don't fucking know (laughs) it worked for the jesus movie yeah i don't know have you guys have you guys seen this have you have you seen this there's a uh trailer for a new jesus movie coming out but don't worry don't worry, everybody's white and speaks with a British accent. I checked, I checked. Factually correct, Nathan. I mean, not British, maybe English, but yeah, as so long as everyone's white and speaks with an English accent, sort of like in the Noah trailer about Noah's Ark, then it's totally historically accurate. Any time period. I actually heard they're remaking Roots. Uh, this is serious. Fox, 20th Century Fox and somebody else are remaking Roots as a new miniseries. Totally oh yeah, serious. I did hear about that. And, not so serious... Um, the entire cast is going to be white. Uh, Kunta Kente will be played by Johnny Depp, and he will speak in an English Yeah, accent. that's something that's completely unbelievable. There's no way he would do a TV series at this stage in his career. <laughs> Did you know there was actually talk a couple years ago about a new Pee Wee Herman movie? And Go Paul Rubens said, he said that if, uh, if it got made soon enough, he would still play Pee Wee. But on a separate note from that, like this isn't something he said. Well, but he did bring Pee Wee back to Broadway. He was in talks, though, with Johnny Depp to play Pee Wee Herman. 
<laughs> I guess if anyone's gonna do it, other than Paul Rubens, yeah, you know. I guess he's the best character actor you could think of. So back to the winter solstice. Yule is a 12-day festival that's an ancient Germanic holiday. It does have a lot to do with celebrating the winter solstice. It's basically a midwinter festival. And also has a lot to do with the god Odin. Who oh, yeah, led the wild hunt. Yeah, and like Jesus, died and was reborn, was uh, pierced at the side with a spear. Although Odin there. was an actual god. What do you mean? Like, Odin is, is a god. Yeah. Jesus is a demigod. Um, according to my understanding of Christian mythology, Jesus is both fully man and fully god. Uh, that's that's sad that I'm actually a Christian, and I'm like, I consider him a demigod. He was a man. <laughs> like Hercules? With a godfather. Yeah. <laughs> He's a badass. He's Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. Why isn't Kevin Sorbo playing Jesus in this new movie? Either way, Jesus is a deity, no matter how you take it. True. So, yeah, and I'm just, they, they share a lot of traits. Uh, and you mentioned the wild hunt. Crazy. Yeah, man. It was <laughs> wild. Uh, it's a prevalent folk myth regarding, like, a spectral group of huntsmen with their, like, hunting dogs and their horses, riding their horses in mad pursuit across the skies. It's all over all sorts of cultures, and in the respective cultures is depicted as Odin's hunt a lot of times. Kind of reminds me, did you hear what happened in your uh, college town of Cortland a couple weeks ago? The riot? Well, they don't they, I guess, yeah, I guess they throw, don't they throw like a party every year or something to do with the football games? And- it's, uh, it's considered, it's always been considered the biggest little game in the country, Sports Illustrated, deemed it that. Really? Yes. Uh, Cortland versus Ithaca, Division Three football rivalry. Oh, okay. It is huge. Every year it's huge. And I'll be honest with you, when I went there, the biggest problem they had of unruliness was Cortland players throwing snowballs at Ithaca players. Oh, wow. Yeah, it exceeded that this year. I mean, fans. Did you, know. you see the pictures? Yes, I did. It there was, was ridiculous. Thousands uh, of people in the streets there was, driving cars through showed, houses. Yep. They, they showed one picture of the main uh, Clayton Avenue and all just like the lines of people going, you know, just, just flooded in the streets. My house that I lived in was actually in that picture. Really? Yeah. No it way. It was right. It was right there in the at the towards the bottom of the was hill. That the house with the creepy farmer girl. No. Ah. No. I was hoping I could like look at the picture and find like her peeking out the window or something. Honestly, that house is literally like across the street and four houses up. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I'll Google Maps it. Google Maps it. Thirty-three. Google Pleasant. Earth it. See if I can see her in the window. Well, during Yule, Dragurs, which are basically ghosts like that creepy farm girl. Yeah, undead beings? Yeah, but they have decaying bodies like zombies. They're more active during Yule. More ghouls. There's a lot more supernatural activity that happens during the time. And a lot more feasting, drinking, and sacrificing as well on the humans' part. pagan sex. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Unbridled hormones. I mean, the way I see it, if you're going to be a pagan... You might as well have sex. And if you're going to have sex, you might as, well, might be as well be pagan sex. So no matter how you look at it. We're not just procreating here, people. In Wicca, Yule is all about the death and rebirth of the great horned god, which is like the male god of Wicca. The like count, a, the a minotaur head? Almost yeah, like a yeah, bull like head. A, like a goat head. Goat head? Yeah, usually depicted with a goat head, though not always a animal head. Sometimes a man with horns. 
sometimes a satyr. Different ways to depict it. He's basically the male counterpart to the feminine triple goddess, which is the mother of the maiden, the crone. It's, it's like yeah. a trinity thing. I don't or other mother goddess. Wicca's weird like that. Depending on what Wiccan you ask, they can worship whatever the fuck they want, practice whatever the fuck they want. It has its roots in ancient holidays, but it is a modern religion. Yeah, it's one of those kind of like Christianity now. A lot of different sects like pick and choose what they follow. Of not like Christianity though. Those sects have been established for thousands of years. Wicca's been established for like half a century. Yeah. Bodhi Day is celebrated December eighth by Buddhists. I just like saying that word, Bodhi Day. <laughs> uh, that has basically Enlightenment Day, if you will. Although that's the E word. Buddhists either love it or hate it. Or, or... Depending on what Buddhist you talk to? Or, if you're talking to a real Buddhist, they're indifferent. They take mm. the middle ground. You take the middle ground. They either I loved take... it or hated it. Or they thought it was okay. I think that covers about everything, right? <laughs> Bodhi Day celebrates the day that the historical Buddha, Siddhartha Gautama, because he was a real person, uh, experienced enlightenment. Which isn't a real thing. But it's all good. Please mark any incoming emails from any Rinzai sects of Buddhism as spam. Done. Uh, you celebrate by meditating, reading Buddhist texts, or being kind to other beings. So, in other words, you just keep being a Buddhist. Which okay. Is so <laughs> perfect for a Buddhist holiday. Just like, keep yeah. being yourself. It's just another day. You just do the same thing you're supposed to do every day. Do they get a uh, paid vacation? Holiday I pay? I don't know. Maybe maybe in Japan or something. Who knows? Who knows? It's not something Google knows. I, I'll tell you that. I mean, the Google, people that live in Japan, nobody knows. Maybe Bing knows. Maybe maybe you should ask Jeeves. I will get uh, right on that. Yeah, nobody's asked Jeeves anything since 2004. Log on through Juno and open up my Lycos browser real quick. <laughs> Remember those days? Like that noise is like, oh, I'm about to be on AOL. Fire. Mom, hang up the phone. Yeah, fire up that net zero and hope that pray to God nobody tries to call your house. Is that the one with no that was Netscape Navigator with the N and it had like a Saturn ring around it? Yeah, that was Netscape. <laughs> you remember Juno? I do. So let's move right on and take a look at Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is an American holiday, which was created in 1966, basically to celebrate African heritage and African-American culture. And it lasts from December 26th to January 1st. There are also five fundamental things to think of, of what it's basically about while you're celebrating Kwanzaa. There's the in-gathering, which is basically, you know, family getting together. Okay. The reverence. Which is which is basically you give reverence to the creator and creation and thanks, you know, blessings. And it's not religion specific, I imagine, no, right? No, it is not. Uh, it's a time for commemoration of the past pursuits and lessons you've learned, you know, modeling human excellence. Okay, that's interesting. It's kind of like a, that almost reminds me of a little bit of a spin on Thanksgiving. Yep. Instead of things you're thankful for, it's maybe like lessons you're thankful for learning. Like exactly. It's like, not necessarily things you're regretful of, but things that mistakes you've made and how you've grown because of that. Yep. Uh, then there's recommitment, 
which it's committing, recommitting to the highest cultural ideals that they have, both personal and communal. Uh, it's an ongoing effort to bring the best of African culture, thought and practices back, you know, back to now. Okay. Uh, and then finally, it's a time for celebration. Celebrate the good, celebrate life, you know, every community, your culture, just have a great time. And those are how many? Was that five? Five. Five fundamental practices and actions to take during Kwanzaa. There are seven symbols that are displayed during Kwanzaa ceremonies. Uh, the first one, they set up the makeka, which this is usually a straw mat upon which the other six symbols are placed. And that mat represents the foundation of African traditions and history. Everything that's been practiced and built up before them. There's the mazao, which is basically fruits and vegetables, different crops, representing traditional African harvest celebrations, more or less showing respect to the people that labor to bring us the, our food. The farmers. Exactly, yeah. I can really dig this. This is like all our holidays rolled into one giant festival. And I mean, most leading anthropological theories seem to point towards Africa as being the cradle of humanity, you know? So, I mean, maybe we all got a little African heritage. We can all appreciate this. Not to right. not to try to take that away and co-opt the holiday, but... Uh, there, Way to go, Nathan. <laughs> there's definitely a precedence for appreciation there, you know? You did it again. Uh, the third symbol is the kinara, the candle holder representing the original stock from which all African ancestors came. They all came from the same stock? I mean, imagining I mean a family tree maybe. Okay. All right. I was when you say stock, I think beanstalk. See, so you think that black people grow on trees? Is that what you're trying to say, Craig? You're such a racist. Wait, don't Isn't that how I was born? <laughs> I, th I thought all people grew on trees. <laughs> Mom! Number four, the Mi Shu Ma, the seven candles in the holder. Uh, each one represents one of the different seven principles of Kwanzaa. The seven principles are as follows. Unity, self-determination, cooperative economics, creativity, collective work and responsibility, purpose, and faith. Man, you lost me at economics. That's usually where I where I fall asleep whenever somebody mentions economics. Period five. <laughs> exactly. It's nap time. The muhindi is basically corn, which represents African children and the promise of their future. Fuck, I love corn. Me too. Uh, the kikombe, the kikombe chau morja, uh, the unity cup, symbolizes the first principle of Kwanzaa. The unity of family and of the African people. And lastly, the Zawadi. Uh, basically, gifts, which represent the labors of parents and the rewards of their children. I like these names. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation. I'm going to be I like, with any this year I'm going to be like, Mom, Mom, where are my Zawadis? I know how to pronounce English words, Spanish words. Well, no, apparently I don't even know how to pronounce English words, Catholicism and shit. Uh, I know how to pronounce Spanish words and Japanese words, and that's about it. Hey, Japanese words is tough. That's not. Japanese words are actually really easy. All their letters are two letters. Like, all their phonetic sounds are two letters in our, like, so one letter is na, um, is na, 
and then ne, and then ni, then no, then nu. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Ma, mo, me, mu, mi, ka, ko, ke, ku, ki, etc. Yeah. And uh, each one of those sounds is a letter. So it's very simple. If, if it says ku, it's pronounced ku. If it's ku, like, it's always pronounced the same, and words are always structured in that sense. The only letter that is sometimes by itself is N. Okay. I mean, Ladies and gentlemen, learn Japanese fast. Just listen to Nathan Kapiser. He's ko telling you. Ni chi wa. Hello. Karaoke. Karaoke. Yes. Karaoke. No. <laughs> Karaoke. To go along with Kwanzaa, there's a few activities that you will partake in. First is the pouring of the tambiko, uh, which is using the kakombe. A cup? I don't know what you're talking about right now. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, I know what a cup is. What's tambico? Is that what you said it was? Yeah, uh, they do the pouring of... Can they, I have a cup? Uh, it's of usually tambico, juice or water. Sure, I'll take well, juice or water. You have to be a priest or an elder. Bullshit! Uh, basically... You can't... No, if you brought tambico, you better have brought enough for the whole class, Craig. It's not Tambico is not a thing. Well, basically, they pour this juicer water-filled cup into a bowl with that's filled with green vegetables, and the poor, which is usually a priest or an elder, recites a libation statement or a Tamshi la Tambico. And then what? He gets to eat all the fucking vegetables. You and don't eat none of juice? it, man. You just oh. you just pray to it. You just make the libation statement, and that's what you do. Oh, and and then what? So, like, when you're pouring it out, you're, this is one for my dead homies? Like, sure. And, like, you sure. don't even drink it? No. No one drinks it? Nobody no drinks it. it. I guess maybe you can, you know, let it ferment for a few days and then... That's what they should do in the Christian church, yo. When they pull out the wine, they should be like, this is one for my dead savior. And <laughs> pour it out and be like, nobody gets to drink this. Yeah, this is for Jesus. Well, no, because then that'll stain the floor. <laughs> it'll stain the carpet. Uh, they also participate in an ancestral roll call where basically Kwanzaa participants will stand up and tell of somebody who's been a personal inspiration to them. You know, it's along the lines of giving thanks and whatnot. That's cool. Uh, they also do the Harambi. is basically a unifying motion where Kwanzaa participants raise their right arms with hands open and pull down their arms as they make a fist. Like, let's unite. Let's do this. Okay. Okay. Usually on the last day of Kwanzaa, they have a day of meditation called the Sikuya Tamuli. Sikuya Tamuli. Okay. Basically gives them a chance to meditate and reflect on their lives and all the lives of Africans and African Americans as we move into the ne next new year. But before we move into the new year, Hanukkah is an eight-day Jewish holiday. Which... which uh, as we are currently recording, is going on right now. Oh, we're cool. in. It start, actually started so on ignorant. Thanksgiving this year. That's pretty cool. That's a good day for Hanukkah to start. Yeah, I guess so. You get Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, and Christmas all at the same time. Wow, well, <laughs> I don't think you understand religion or the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> 
I don't think it's your place to judge me. Okay? Fine, believe what you want. This is a no judge zone. Uh, let's go to the crowd. Uh, Maury, I think Except for Judge Judy. She's been in the, the corner curb. watching us this whole time. Just daytime television. Judge, jury, Judy, and executioner. <laughs> judge, Judy, and executioner. That's she's a Judy who's a judge. Might as well be an executioner, too. Hanukkah is also known as the Festival of Lights, and the dates are different every year, as Craig said. It, Instead it of one day of presents, we get eight crazy nights. No, we'll never do Adam Sandler again. I didn't get what you were doing for <laughs> a minute. I was like, Hanukkah is that song. your impression of a Jewish accent? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, basically, Hanukkah celebrates the rededication of the Holy Temple in Jerusalem. Yeah, the holy war that they took back from, what was it, Greece? No, it was Syria. Basically, Judea was a part of Egypt until Egypt was defeated by Syria around like 200 B.C. or something. And at that point, Judea became a part of Syria. And the king like wanted to give the Jewish subjects the right to just live their lives and, and practice their religion and, you know, you do you. But he was convinced by the Tobiads, which was a faction of Judaism that was expelled to Syria back in the Egypt days. Uh, they convinced him to invade and plunder and outlaw Judaism. So he did what that. What a dick. Seriously, like, talk about peer pressure. Holy shit. Dick Not move, even your peers. Dick move. Uh, an altar to Zeus was erected in the temple, and there was a revolt. Uh, Matit Yahu, a Jewish priest, not to be confused with Matis Yahu, the Hasidic dance hall reggae one hit wonder, <laughs> um, led a rebellion How did with his I know five you were going to go there. <laughs> led a rebellion in five songs. Yeah, yeah why is that the fun? <laughs> he led a rebellion with his five sons. <laughs> rebellion. Uh, his son Judah became the leader when he died, and eventually the revolt was successful. The temple was liberated and rededicated, and Hanukkah was instituted to celebrate the event. One of my favorite holiday specials was the Rugrats Hanukkah special. And I love yeah. that the Rugrats... It's so 90s. The Rugrats... Absolutely. ...was this family, and the parents were like, let's be multicultural. Because in the 90s, all those like middle-class white people had like well, all like, this like multicultural like decorations to like show that they were cultured. Right. And... It was. It was. Uh, there was a huge PC movement almost. Exactly. Yeah. To the point where it was and like, it was, hey, it was like, just look at me. All this white guilt just pouring <laughs> yes. over everywhere. Like we are sorry for the last hundred years. <laughs> so yeah. So Stu and Dee decided to raise their children and celebrate both Kwanzaa. <laughs> no, I don't think they did. There was a Kwanzaa episode. I'm pretty sure Susie, Susie. celebrated Kwanzaa. Uh, well, also, Chucky, Chucky was Jewish. <laughs> there was a Chucky, Chucky celebrated Kwanzaa. Oh, no, Chucky was Jewish. Was he? Yeah, Chucky Finster was Jewish. Oh. So that was another reason why they did it, to include oh. the, the other family, the Finsters. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the family being fucking Chuck and his dad. But, like, character... That's funny, though, because characters that I've known since I'm a kid, I don't even think... There's mad people that I'm like, yo, that is a Jewish name, but since I knew him when I was a kid, it was just a name yeah. when I was a kid, so it just became yeah. commonplace. I can't think of any examples. I think I found out that Chucky was, was Jewish from that episode. 
you know, the Hanukkah episode. Mm-hmm. So it was like something you don't even think of. Cause I guess his dad kind of acts Jewish and talks Jewish a little bit. Anyways. And then, of course, there's Christmas. Well, unfortunately, that's all we're allowed to say because of the uh, War on Christmas Act that Barack Obama passed. Yeah, and, we uh, can't say Merry Christmas. We have to say Happy Turns out the tea party was Happy right. Um, <laughs> Don't you ever say that. <laughs> Don't you dare. We're, we're not allowed to talk about Christmas because it's so marginalized and uh, persecuted that we're not even allowed to. We had to fight just to be able to bring it up. I wonder how many people are taking this as we are being serious and making a joke out about, about it. Or we are being facetious and making a joke out about it or just being straight offensive and hating on christmas or just trying to be offensive and push people's buttons like i wonder how people are going to take this well now that you made the statement they're just going to be like okay they're just stupid (laughs) (laughs) i fucking love christmas dude yeah christmas is amazing oh my god christmas and halloween are my two favorite times of the year and they're both opposite sides of the coin one thing i I will say that really pisses me off is people like participating in christmas uh like putting up the lights or whatever before thanksgiving's over no it's it's thanksgiving once thanksgiving ends that's when you can do christmas yes that's when you can start christmas but when you're walking in the mall on november 15th or fuck that november 1st no and you're hearing christmas music you're like let me get through thanksgiving actually i have to disagree with you you know when when christmas starts the first snowfall the first fucking big snowfall that leaves snow on the ground that's when christmas starts in my heart i would have to disagree with you well you know what get through the i have to further disagree with you craig because i feel that you should keep christmas with you all through the year and when christmas is over spread some christmas cheer oh you shut up you sound like big bird right now (laughs) we're not going to talk too much about christmas mostly because we're just going to take a guess and kind of be jerks it's it's not really it's not being xenophobic. The entire Christmas is it's a just one international of the most phenomenon. Holidays. They, they celebrate Christmas in Japan. They fucking love Christmas and it's not even a Christian thing. Oh, well, it's about and Santa Claus there, I think. Do you know how many people in the United States celebrate Christmas and it has nothing to do with religion? Yeah. They just celebrate Christmas cuz it's well, fucking Well, I mean, awesome. the Jehovah's Witnesses don't. But they don't even celebrate birthdays. And that has to do with religion. <laughs> they don't celebrate Christmas cuz of religion. I'm saying Christmas Everyone knows it. And we could sustain a whole episode on any of these holidays, but especially Christmas. <laughs> Santa? No, no, no. That's another podcast. Then we have Boxing Day, which is traditionally the day after Christmas, where servants and tradesmen would usually receive gifts from their bosses or employers, basically for telling, you know, job well done. I ain't never got a Boxing Day present. That's because we're in America, and most of America does not celebrate it. Uh, Canada actually has, they consider it a paid vacation day, or a paid holiday. I did get a Christmas bonus once, and it was pretty cool, because the boss was like, hey, I gave you more than I gave everybody else, but don't tell anybody. But he probably said that to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and just so everyone knows, this wasn't a recent job. So if any of my coworkers are listening, and they're like, that son of a bitch, I didn't even get a Christmas bonus. I haven't got a Christmas bonus in years, son. I never got a Christmas bonus. It was pretty dope, dude. I felt cool as shit getting a Christmas bonus. That was working under the table, yo. That boss, that boss was pretty fucking cool. Back to Christmas. Always back to Christmas with you. 
<laughs> in South Africa, they actually renamed Boxing Day to Day of Goodwill back in 1994. And if you're from certain countries such as Germany, Poland, Scandinavia, and Netherlands, fuck it. Why don't you just call it Second Christmas? Because that's what they do. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, it's it's, <laughs> it's like, actually... It's basically a big day it's, it's bas- everywhere but America. Basically... Some other motherfuckers showed up in the Netherlands, and they were like, oh, second Christmas, that's what you call Boxing Day. And they're like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know what? I like the sound of that. Second Christmas. Two days of Christmas. We didn't didn't just get greedy with our Christmases. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not at all. No, no. Uh, Hey, man, it only comes twice a year. Basically, I like to see this as... Christmas without any religious tones to it. This is a purely a shopping holiday that people have partaken in. And one little fact, lots of people think that <sighs> Black Sorry. Friday is the busiest <laughs> day of the year shopping. Shopping holiday just sent me into yeah. flashbacks there. <laughs> a lot of people think that Black Friday is the biggest shopping holiday of the year, but that is wrong. It is the day after Christmas across the world. Worldwide oh. it is. Interesting. Yeah, everyone everyone has returns to make. They have yep, gift it's cards the to biggest use. return day it's of the true. year, and that's when they'll have they'll continue their sales or give better sales. Yep. In two thousand and nine, we were given the pleasure of now having Cyber Boxing Day. That sounds awesome, but it's probably nothing like what I'm thinking it is. Probably not. I'm imagining like reboot and Optimus Prime, the one from Beast Wars, just sparring off. Yeah, the shit no, out of each other, no, dude. it's it's basically Cyber Monday the second. I'm still picturing the same exact thing. <laughs> Cyber Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> Optimus Prime for Beast Wars, Beast Wars, Beast Wars. Versus reboot from reboot, 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 uh, reboot. There's something wrong reboot, with the track. Reboot, we have a loop reboot, here. It's re- re- not re- seeming re- to re- the re- 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 great. I need more D batteries. Good thing it's Boxing Day. They're on sale. <laughs> uh, throughout December, there are some holidays that we didn't mention. And I would like to touch upon them. If... Yeah, sure. Touch upon them, you perv. Hey, I didn't get a sued. Did I get a sued? Like, seriously, I went along with it earlier, but what are you? Uh, did this actually happen? According to the Church of the Subgenius... Every day of the year is a holiday. Every day is Christmas. No, not every day is Christmas. I don't. They don't even have a Christmas. They have an Adolf Hitler Day, though. They do. Think about that. <laughs> um, every day of the year, though, has a corresponding holiday. Generally, if there's not an actual holiday, there will be a saint corresponded to that day. It'll be the day of that saint. So let's take a look at the subgenius December calendar. Yeah. On this first, is unexpected, but I'm liking this. On the first day of December, uh, dinner that night is the Feast of Saints Kyle, Stan, Cartman, and Kenny. The South Park Saints. I would imagine so. I can get down with that. Uh, also, the first seven days of December all honor different kaiju, which are giant Japanese monsters, monsters yeah. that get their asses kicked by Godzilla. Uh, Those are the kaiju that was in uh, Pacific Rim. They made the mechs to battle the kaiju. Well, that's where that term comes from, though. It's always meant right. like a giant monster in Japan. 
I'm just saying to anybody that that's listening, they'll probably recognize that more. Um, Unless you know you're you're true proud nerds and you you like Japanese monsters. December first is the day of Saint Mothra. December second, the day of Saint Rodan. The third, the day of Saint Godzilla. The fourth, the day of Saint Mecha Godzilla. The Got, fifth. Gotta is the day of St. Ghidra and St. Mechagidra. They had to consolidate them to the same day. I feel like I'm having flashbacks to uh, our our Bob Dobbs episode. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> the sixth is St. Gamero's Day. And on the seventh, you have the Feast of All Monsters. Uh, the eighth, fight for supremacy, they are. The eighth is the day of St. Chesty Puller. Who the fuck is Chesty Puller? Sounds like a porn name. I don't know who the fuck that is, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm going to have to resort to good old trustworthy Google. Really. Chesty Puller was a uh, lieutenant commander in the United States Marine Corps. Yikes, and <laughs> I, I said it sounded like a porn name. <laughs> um, well, to be fair, I guess he was <laughs> one of the most decorated members in the Marine Corps history. That's pretty cool, I guess. Uh-huh. So it's basically like what John Cena's character in the movie The Marine was based <laughs> off of. It all makes sense now. So on the 9th, Subgenii celebrate the martyrdom of St. Kenny, which I'm assuming is back to South, South Park, Park. And, you know, eight days later. I guess that's a December theme, too. That has a lot to do with death and rebirth. Yeah, eight days? No, the, Kenny, come <laughs> oh, on. Oh, okay. <laughs> the 10th of December is the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms Day. ATF get their own day. What up? Uh, the 11th is the day of St. Roddenberry. I'm assuming refers to Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek. Probably. The 12th, Boo! The 12th, St. John Wayne Gacy. Boo! <laughs> uh, the 13th, St. John Wayne. Yeah. Casey. Ah, Craig, you're fucked up. No, I'm just, just kidding. It was St. John Wayne. The 14th is Whiny Victimization slash Codependency Day. <laughs> okay. The 15th is the day of St. Joseph Lepetomane Pujol. I don't know who the fuck that is. That gets a blank stare for me. Uh, the 16th of December is both the day of St. Crispin Glover and the day of St. Philip K. Dick. Oh, they have to share a day? It is just Crispin Glover. The 17th is the day of St. Sacco and St. Vanzetti. Sacco and Vanzetti, huh? The 18th is the running of the Roboderos. The 19th, St. Lorenzo de' Medici. The 20th, the day of St. Cheech and St. Chong. The 21st is the day that the Feelings of Gnawing Guilt Minute occurs, which, as you'll remember, the winter solstice either occurs on the 21st or the 22nd, and that is only but a moment. So from 4 o'clock p.m. to 4.01 p.m., that is when, I guess, you're supposed to feel feelings of gnawing guilt. So guilt-free is like a guilt-free hour in the year? No, you feel the guilt. Oh, you feel the guilt. For that minute. It's only a minute. One I, I feel like you don't understand feelings or the clock. Well, sir, that may be true. The 22nd, the day of St. Bootsy Collins. The 23rd, the day of St. John Belushi. The 24th, the day of St. Krishna. Interesting. So, so they're like, yeah, your God's a saint in our religion. 
<laughs> Your god is a saint. Uh, the 25th is the Festival of Fish Fighting, Fisting, and Felching. That is disgusting. That's still Christmas to me. I don't know what felching is, but I feel like I don't want to. It's sucking semen out the butt through a straw. I only know that from the South Park movie because uh, Mrs. Cartman was in the German felching video. Maybe it was no, the movie. that wasn't South Park. It was South Park, yeah. It wasn't yeah. South Park movie. That was a Shiza video. But that they were I know felching. the South Park movie very well. Right, right, right. But they were felch- she was felching. I don't remember that. If it was that a, term was used too. If in it the, was if it was explained in the South Park movie, I would remember it. It wasn't explained. It was just used, and that's oh, when okay. people went and searched up what it was. Leave it to Matt and Trey, right? <laughs> the twenty sixth is the day of Saint John Calvin. The twenty seventh, the day of Saint Loki. Again, your God, our Saint. The twenty eighth, you're is all the- our saints. <laughs> You're a saint. You get to be a saint. You get to be a saint. Look you under your chair. The 28th, the day of St. Mike the Bike, Halewood. The 29th, St. Vanessa Del Rio. The 30th is Boxing the Jesuit Day. And that's in Canada only. And the 31st is the day of St. Lucifer, also known as Look Good Until You Die Day. Look good until you die. St. Lucifer gets the last day of the year. I Devil's certainly plan on looking good until I die, but... Looking fly till I die. Fly till I die. The new hit song from fucking Fairpoint. Uh, Shaman featuring Craig uh, Lewis. Looking fly till I die. Um, fly till I die. You're supposed to keep going. Ride right? till I cry. Um, fly till I die. 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 Oh. Hey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> This has got to be aborted. It's too late. Press the delete button now. Oh, I don't mean it's too late to delete it. It's definitely not. <laughs> it's just too late in the night. Yeah, that too. Guys, check out our Facebook. Facebook.com slash Fairpoint Podcast. All sorts of updates and news about the podcast. All sorts of cool pictures. Make sure you like it too because likes are oh, so delicious. Yeah, don't just check it out. Give us a like. Give us the support. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Fairpoint Pod because Fairpoint Podcast is just too long. So many ways to get a hold of us. Send us an email, fairpointpodcast at yahoo.com. We will do our best to personally respond to it and even address it on air. We do have a YouTube page still, uh, youtube.com backslash Fairpoint Podcast. We will be putting clips up. There's a new Guy Fox clip up. And that's about it. From the Secret Room, I'm Nathan Kapiser. And I'm Craig Lewis. Wishing you a Merry always. Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Joyous Kwanzaa, an OK Bodhi Day, and a Bountiful Boxing Day. I don't know. I'm running out of adjectives here. Have a festivus for the rest of us, too. Guy Fox, are you watching the game on your smartphone at the dinner table? Oh, I can't help it. I mean, Matt Flynn just keeps tossing pick after pick. On one level, I'm a Lions fan through and through. 
So that's a good thing. But on another level, I picked up Matt Flynn thinking that he was going to throw for 350 yards. Not the case today. Just not the case.